0: Hey, welcome to Tuesday Take, where we sit down with Pastor James and ask a few questions and hear some additional thoughts from this week's sermon.
1: Pastor. Hello, Shane. How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good.
0: It's very good. You, uh, you feeling the effects of this cool to hot, cool to hot weather thing? Yeah, I'm a little stopped up right now. It's not fun. Mm-mm. It's not fun at all. Uh, maybe my least favorite time of the year, whenever it does this. Whenever it it gets, was cold this morning. It was very cold this morning. Very cold. That's why I chose to work out inside this morning. Yeah, I worked out outside. <laughs> new year, new Shane. Uh, good, was, good. Middle toughness. It was like 26. It's cold. I was running in it, so if I can't sing soon, that's why. Yeah. It was very cold. Um, worked out inside today, though. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, man, just jumping into some questions from this week. Um, the passage <clears throat> it says that Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. I'm gonna be honest. Um, you kind of hit on it Sunday. That seems a little problematic. So, like, what does that mean? Like, what does that what, like break that sentence down for us?
1: Yeah. So, I know we touched on it Sunday, and because that was kind of the first thing obvious when you, and of course, and some people were, you know. I talked to you like, you know, you read this, and you've kind of always read it, and then you start to, like, really see what it says. You're like, well, that that seems very problematic. Yeah. You know, that Jesus was led up by the Holy Spirit to be tempted by by Satan. Um, but I think it's this whole mix that you see, and I think it's this understanding, obviously, that, that Satan can't do anything outside of the sovereign will of God. Um, we see this all throughout Scripture. Um, but, but my first kind of thought was that it reminded me of Job. You know, if you remember the story of Job, that Satan basically comes before the Lord and says, hey, you know, would you allow me to be able to basically sift Job, and you know, you have his protection and blessing on him, and if you remove that, he's going to curse you. You know, and so the Lord allowed him to do everything basically except take his life. Yeah, and so um, and one of the things I think we see throughout Scripture and is the goodness and sovereign will of God that He's able to bring about a good purpose even through. Evil. We see that even in the cross, the evil that happens to Jesus, but yet He's able to use that in His sovereign will and for His purpose to bring about good. And so, right here, in a sense, in reading it and understanding it, is that um, the Lord led Him because this was there was a certain purpose that He wanted God, Jesus, to fulfill here. In um, obviously overcoming temptation, sin, Satan, because this is what was prophesied, yeah. you know, about him, and so in this as he's led up, you know, that it's God's purpose in this uh, for good, for His good, and you know, for testing, and um, obviously it proves at the end, you know, Jesus obviously passed the test. Yeah, good. Uh, thanks for explaining that because again, Sunday when you said it, it was
0: like, wait a second. What and so?
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I, you know, of course we, you know, you balance that with understanding. You know, the Lord doesn't tempt us; He's not tempted with evil, nor does He tempt, you know, for us to do evil.
0: Yeah,
1: um, but yet He's also able to use all things in our life for for good. You know, and so absolutely kind of understand. You know, while that's it is hard, but just to see, you know, the way the Lord's able to use all things, you know, for for His glory and our good. Yeah. Um. Moving on,
0: uh, another question. I think sometimes when we get tempted, I think we uh, we get a little guilty or we feel discouraged. Why do you think that is, and how can we avoid that?
1: So that was something I didn't mention Sunday that was kind of on my mind. um, Is I think a lot of us feel defeated when we get tempted, you know. And so whether and that's whatever sin that we struggle with or sins, whatever it may be. And I think when we feel tempted or drawn to to sin, to say that thing, look at that thing, do that whatever whatever it is, I think we feel drawn in, in that temptation. I think a lot of us just feel defeated right there. And then for some of us, we're like, well, I might as well just give in yeah. or whatever it may be. But I think to understand, like, to be tempted is not sin. I mean, Jesus was sinless, but yet he was tempted just as we are. And so I think that's for us just to remember, like, w- when you're tempted— like, you have not failed, you know? And so you have, like – and I think for a lot of us, I, I know for, for me, you're like – I think you feel discouraged because you're like, I'm being tempted, you know? And you're like, obviously I must have done something wrong. Or did I put my – and, of course, could we put ourselves in a bad situation? Yes. Like, you know, if you play with fire, you're going to get burnt. Similar to, like, Proverbs. I've been reading through Proverbs, and that's what it's like. You know, if you if you meddle with fire too much, you're going to get burnt by it. So, so for sure, if we're, we put ourselves in bad situations. But just – just as a whole, when we feel tempted, like, to be reminded in, in temptation, like, I'm not, I haven't failed because I'm being tempted. Yeah. Jesus was tempted, you know, and Jesus didn't fail. Um, and so I think just I, just reminding ourselves in our temptation, just to remind in that, and to remind just the, the I think, the weight of it, or not not necessarily the weight of it, but just the, it was like the enemy's coming against us, and um and there's more at stake, and just to see all this really going in as we're, you know, being tempted.
0: Yeah. The uh, famous comedian, actor Flip Wilson uh, popularized, popularized uh, saying, and his saying was, The devil made me do it. Um, I think sometimes we fall into that as well, and, and we say, Oh, I had no choice but to do this, kind of like you're talking about. Um, in your opinion, though as believers why do you think we we kind of just drift to that whenever scripture tells us something totally different that that it's not the devil that made us do it what's your yeah. opinion
1: so in this one in this passage i think you know we see satan himself coming to tempt jesus i think we need to understand that satan's not all present so he's not everywhere at all times he's not god Uh, He has, as as we will see in the text and even as we we know there, and we said it. there's a spiritual war going on, there's principalities the powers of the air, there is demonic demons, there are so, when we we are tempted, um, and to understand like, it's not always Satan, you know what I mean and so I think, we see Satan here, and I think that's significant, because this is Jesus, you know but I think we see this, like, oh Satan tempted him, so when I'm tempted, it's Satan I mean, definitely could be for sure, but He's not all present. He's not everywhere all at one time, you know. And so remembering that and remembering, I'll I'll actually read it out of James, um, when he says, let no one say when he's tempted, uh, being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desires. And so it's this reality of whatever evil for or whatever is seems to tempt in, in that situation that ultimately when I give into it, it's not because anybody made me do it. It's not because the enemy made me do it it's because it was, I was, his my own desires, yeah. you know, Adam and Eve. I mean, were they tempted by Satan, the snake for sure? Absolutely. But even Adam, they're the ones that gave into their desires to do it. And so I think sometimes it's easier to say the devil made me do it. Cause I don't have to take responsibility for my actions, hmm. you know, and I don't, I can be like, well, you know, Uh, It was Satan, you know, or the enemy or whatever uh, came against me, and, you know, they made me do it. And it's like, no, that's taking responsibility (laughs) out of our hands, you know. And I think that's the thing is that it's easier to say that because then it's like I don't have to take responsibility for my own sinfulness, giving in to my own desires, you know, that kind of thing.
0: You see, as this this picture plays out, the picture of the story, um, Jesus is tempted three times and all three times he quotes back Scripture. And so you talked about Sunday, um, how it's important for us to memorize Scripture for situations like these, but I know that sometimes for some people it's difficult. Memorizing is something that's very, very difficult. So for you personally, do you have like steps that you go about to memorize Scripture?
1: Yes, I think Scripture memorization is something that we— um, maybe just pass by, but I think it's something that's super, super important. And obviously we see Jesus here quoting Scripture. Uh, I said it Sunday, Psalm 119, 11, for your word I have hidden my heart that I may not sin against God. And so uh, it's important for us to know God's Word, read it, meditate it, but also to memorize it and have it. Like I've I, I, I referenced this story um, I think the Heavenly Man, I got it in yesterday and I started reading it. Man, it's just so challenging, but, but just... I want to push a little bit here All right. for anybody that says memorization is a problem. This guy, Dr. brother Yun, prayed and desired for a Bible, and I mean, hundreds of days fasted and prayed because he wanted a Bible. That in China was there was no Bibles, and so he he finally gets one. In twenty eight days, he memorized the whole Gospel of Matthew. Wow, one chapter a day insane. When, when I, I mean, I like circled it, you know, and I was like, oh my gosh, and I mean, in 28 days, he memorized the entire gospel of Matthew. We we're about to walk, like memorized it all, every bit of it, you know, and so I, I think for, for a lot of us is, I mean, we can say what we want uh, about memorizing, well, you know, I'm just not that good at it or whatever, and, and yeah, we may need to work at it, but man, I I think that's a huge excuse that we use um, in not memorizing Scripture. And so for me, in memorizing uh, Scripture, for me, a lot of it is, I mean, some people do note cards. Some people write those down. I usually don't do note cards. Usually, for me, I just read it over a lot and just kind of just over and over again, try to embody um, the essence of the passage and then just kind of keep in my mind going over and over again. I remember I had this thing— I may have shared it before, but in uh, college, our FCA director, my freshman year at MC, we did this challenge of in a guys' group where we all memorized the book of Ephesians, and um, I think we took like eight verses a, a week, and so we would basically memorize eight verses, and then you'd kind of build upon it, build upon it, and um, I memorized, it, I just forgot where I hit it in my heart, and so. You know, I I couldn't recite it all right now. Um it's there, but I just I was about to ask you to. Yeah, it's it's there. Uh but uh don't know where I put it but but in, in Ephesians you know in memory like I can remember the the like in the morning the first thing like I would wake up and I would just quote scripture. Like, because it was so saturating my mind, you know what I mean. Like, it was just so on my mind. It's like because you just have to keep going over it again. And so, to say, do you need to memorize the whole book of Bible? I don't. I don't know. Maybe God wants you to do that. I don't know. But, but just to begin to take God's word and to hide it in your heart, you mm-hmm. know, and to memorize it and to to cling to it, and, and in these moments of, of weakness, in the moments of of to use God's word and to say, hey, look, I I'm, I'm going to choose to trust it and quote it. And just because you quote it doesn't mean, I mean, Jesus quotes it, but, I mean, Satan's still there. So so just because, like, I quote it doesn't mean, like, magically every, it'll just go away. But it's, like, in that moment to remind myself, okay, am I going to trust that God's good, God's faithful, and I'm going to trust his word here? Or am I going to trust in my feelings, my wants, my desires, whatever? Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, in that moment, like, to remind myself, like, as I quote scripture, not that it magically takes my desire away, it can, but just to remind myself, like, hey, what am I going to trust right here? Am I going to trust God and His Word and what He says? Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Or am I going to choose to satisfy my desires outside of God and His will? And it's like mm-hmm. in those moments just using Scripture to say, like, hey, I've told the Lord this before. Like, God, this I'm really, I'm really having a hard time right here because I want to satisfy my desire but God, like, help me to believe that this is true. Like that you're better than this. That you're better than life. That you're better than any sin or anything that could ever entice me. Like you are better than this. Well, what we read earlier in Hebrews, you know that um, Moses decided not to be, you know, a Pharaoh's daughter's son. You know, and, and instead of running or running from the fleeting pleasures of sin, yeah. you know, and so I think it's important for us all to hide God's word in our heart. And to use God's word in our life, and to memorize it, to meditate on it, to think on it, and to use it uh, when we are tempted or in trials or in moments when we don't feel like it. Just say, "Well, God, I'm just going to trust what you said." You know. So I I, I think it's I I think it's a practice that we forget to do. Even I forget to do a lot, um, but it, it is very helpful, even in conversations with people. And even like that Brother Yun, he was like, you know what? They can break my legs. They can take my Bible, but can't take my memory. And so I'm just going to memorize God's Word. And so um, it's always good to have God's Word on hand, ready to recall it, yeah. even if I don't have Scripture with me. You know? So, Absolutely, man. Well, a uh, random question is I'm going to do it today. This is
0: this is weird. This is weird. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 good. You I don't know, like kinda, being on this side, kind of to change it up. So, oh man, random question for today is uh, how'd you feel about uh, the Chiefs winning on Sunday? Uh, man, I
0: was excited. Were you very excited? Um, I didn't. I guess because of the week before against the Texans, I knew what could happen if they got down. I knew it wasn't totally over, and so. And They went down 10, 10 nothing. I was like, oh, I hope it doesn't stay like this. Uh, but man, just to see them come back and see, Mahomes play the way that he did, man that that tightrope touchdown that he had, just barreling through people, man. And that was pretty wild. That right? was wild. That man. was a wild. It was run, just for sure. crazy. Uh, man, I'm excited.
1: So you're gonna uh, go to the Super Bowl.
0: You know it, yeah. <laughs> taking uh, taking my talents to South Beach. Gonna go uh, watch that. No, I'm gonna watch it in my house, probably. Um, but man, uh, I, I, yeah, it was it was very exciting. I was very excited to, to see it all play out in the way that
1: early prediction for the Super Bowl.
0: I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I will say as it's much. Be a tough as, defense. Yeah, you you. I don't think. I think the last two weeks they've been able to spot points and then make up. I don't think that they'll be able to do. If they get down too much, I, I I'm I would be worried this time because the forty ers are good. Yeah, they've got some stud running backs. Their RB one went down and RB two came in and he's kinda, been like
1: cut from yeah, multiple teams. This is the
0: seventh team that he's yeah. played on. Mosfet or Mo, Mos whatever his yeah. name is. Um, I'm not sure, but I just know that he ran all over Green Bay. Sorry, oh. Miss Marjo. Um, yeah. It was a yeah, but yeah, man, I was excited. Um, I think I think the Super Bowl is going to be a good one. Uh, I think that they're gonna. I don't think it'll be. I don't. I think it'll be a a, a one score game. I got
1: you.
0: I think it, uh, whoever wins one win by one, one either field goal or a touchdown. Sweet. Hopefully, it'll be Kansas City.
1: Yep. Yep. For sure.
0: Well, man, thanks for um, you know diving back into this text with us and answering some difficult questions.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks Have a go, and dude. Yep. See. you.